0: 2022 in review happy holidays for this special holiday episode of universe the game now this year has been the most impactful year by far by far by far and i wanted to share some lessons that i think are really going to help you if you're looking to elevate in going into 2023 because you know i'm someone that really did it this year. I'm not saying that in an arrogant way, because I came from nothing. I had no money, and I was, at the beginning of this year, I had probably, I remember there was a point where I had 200 to $300 in my bank account. Like, I was really on the edge there, on the edge of glory. And so... I'm by no means, if I'm talking about the success throughout this episode that I've had, I'm no means saying this in an arrogant way. It's more to hopefully to show you. My goal is to show you that you can do these things too and greater things because I'm not anyone special by any means, right? I'm just a guy from a small town in Michigan who decided, you know, hey, well, that's not all I am, but that's kind of my where I came from, right? There was no, I inherited money or I had a trust fund or I had a really good job on the side. No, I've been you know, trying to make it in that way for a while. And it happened this year. And I'm so grateful. And how that happened was I was able to hear some accomplishments from this year to so you kind of know if you didn't know what happened this year to the point where I would consider this the most impactful and successful year of my life. Number one, in June of this year, I self published my first book, 10 Secrets of Awakening, and it was massively successful, like massively. And I just wanted to say, I'm so grateful for everyone who has gotten the book. And it was not only massively successful, but it was well received, right? Over 200 five star reviews. And I'm still doing the audible right now for it. And I'm also fixing a lot of the things and doing a, uh, an introduction and all i'm adding these things as well now that i have time to do that so i just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's gotten the book and that was the the biggest accomplishment i would say of this year was that now number two the podcast actually took off as well and it is top five percent followed on spotify and top five percent shared so thank you to everyone that's been listening and watching the podcast and to you of course for doing that, and I really hope you're getting value from these episodes. So those are a couple of big things that happened. good We got over, you know, I'm not again, I'm not bragging, I'm just sharing. It. If you didn't know, we got over half a million on TikTok, or just around half a million, a little under, I think actually, and we uh, hit 120,000 or something like that on Instagram. So short form was definitely my year on short form. And I think the long form podcast started to take off here towards the end of the year. So again, super grateful for that. And when I say this is the most impactful year, especially in the online space, here are some things that really helped me and I think could benefit you. So I wrote down, I would say, five, six things that are huge realizations. Now, the first one is actually going to be about the the types of content and what I'm sharing compared to kind of a life realization. Well, I guess it is kind of life. Here's what it is spirituality or science can lead to, if they are alone, like if it's just science or it's just spirituality, it can lead to delusion, just straight up. I hope that that doesn't trigger you. If it does, maybe it does. Maybe it's a good thing that you get triggered. Who knows? But it can lead to cult-like behavior. And I'm realizing that there's a huge balance in the middle. And if you've kind of seen that transition, maybe you've noticed that, maybe you haven't, but I'm I'm starting to bring it around home into the middle space of how can we philosophize, if that's a word, I think it is, about the nature of reality, but still be grounded in science and and spirituality, sometimes one, sometimes the other. How can we link them together? All right, We don't have to be super dogmatic about science if it has evidence it exists. If it doesn't, it doesn't. We don't have to be super dogmatic about spirituality where It only subjective experience and a complete rejection of the evidence of things because i think then that can lead to cult-like behavior in the sense of if you need no evidence to believe in something then you're very easily manipulated and i see that so much more in spirituality than i do science so that's a huge just thing to understand about how this world works is that in From what I've seen, 2022, I don't need full evidence to believe in something, but evidence helps from science. And I don't need full spiritual experience to believe in something, but evidence of that also helps. So somewhere in that balance, I think, is this beautiful space of, hey, let's link these together. Because they weren't always apart, right? And that leads me into something that I think is also massively important— and I, I go. I could number these, but I'm not because they're no particular order. History itself, understanding history, is one of the most beneficial things to any human alive. And I will stand by that because when you understand how people have been manipulated, what has worked and hasn't worked in, um, in groups, in institutions, in in nations, if we can really understand that, then we can get a a broad scope of the overarching nature of how humans work together but also what doesn't work because a lot of things sound good in theory but they've actually been tried by again it could be an entire nation or it could be a small group of people and we can see that there's a lot of times where sketchy things happen so if we know the history of things and here's actually a good example science and spirituality we're not let me repeat that science and spirituality were not always separate and if you look at history there was actually a large time period there where these were not compartmentalized approaches to understanding reality and i think one of the biggest changes that we're going to see here Is that spirituality starts to become intermingled with science as science begins to discover more of the spiritual principles as being evidentially or evidence-based truths going forward because science is going to start to understand spirituality more as they discover it but we're also going to discover where the delusional aspects of it are as well so the more the time goes on, the more I see these two coming together, and my goal is to be one of the people at the forefront of sharing this message of let's link them together. That way, we're not kind of putting ourselves in an echo chamber either way. And so, twenty twenty three, you will see that a lot going forward. I may have more science based guests on, as well as spiritual based, and I've done my best to find both. But I'm gonna really just start to broaden the horizon of what we, who we talk to, you know, that might be really spiritual people. Like I'm talking to certain people about, you know, adventures and initiations from Egypt, coming on and sharing like, what is the story of that? You did that, that's interesting. But I'm also interested in talking to biologists. I'm also interested in talking to UFOologists as well. And I think there's truth in everything, there's distortion in everything. And so the more that we can contemplate what could be, without having to be super certain that we know how things work. That's the secret to me, the secret sauce. That's where I'm living. And it feels good and it has utility. And I think a, another important aspect of this that I've learned in 2022 is that you can change. Even when you're making content, you can change. And it's okay. And I think it's actually beautiful to do so. You know, when I first started to come on, I I have had a science-based background a bit in this, but I think a lot of times, if you look back at previous episodes, especially the Law of One episodes, it got really esoteric. You know, and we can explore those, but I think that moving forward, I can kind of change to see, yeah, there could be truth in this, but there could also be distortion. We cannot take, in my opinion, of course it's my opinion, right? We can't take everything or one thing as truth we've got to see that there's a distinction, that not everything is... there's The chances of something batting 100% and getting everything right is very slim. So if we can see that there's an element of truth here, there's an element of truth here, but there's also an element of falsehood here, of incorrectness, of maybe this is distorted. I found that extremely valuable. So... If we understand history, we can understand that we can change, your opinions can change, and you can correct yourself, and that's okay. It's okay to express all of that, all these different parts of you. Then, I think also, this is just in general, practice makes for more skilled kind of execution of certain things, of the way that you're doing things, but it doesn't necessarily make perfection in itself, you've probably heard the practice makes perfect. I think that it can be pretty close to perfect, but I think that perfection, chasing perfection in itself, can be an illusion and it can be something that stops creativity. I think that there needs to be this end goal of, okay, I now have reached this perfect video. Now, it can be something that also is helpful to a certain extent so you don't put out something that you're not proud of. But I think just reflecting on myself in 2022, it's like I don't need to have it to be so perfect to the point where I can't even make something until it's like incredibly ridiculously at this high level that also there are variables at play where, hey, I can just make a vid- I can just turn on the camera and make a video and that's it. Right? I don't have to have the highest camera quality. That's another illusion in 2022. You don't need to have the highest quality equipment. You don't have to need to have the best locations, the best studio. That in itself is a huge illusion. And my experience, because I started the podcast at my dad's house. Right, I was living at my dad's. And I was living there because I ran out of money. And I ran out of money, and then I was working and detailing cars on the side with my brother and i was doing that all day and i was listening to podcasts and and uh, audiobooks and these things and i was in that transition period so if you are someone that is in that transition period where you're not necessarily doing everything that you want to be doing and i think there's a level of will that ever happen because there's a want there's a level of want that there can be things that are like i want to be on an island right now just doing this or i want to be in this country or these things that might be super far away I'm not saying everything you want happens at once, but I'm saying elements of you're spending your day doing things that you feel like aren't optimal. Okay, that's one thing. Then just understand that many people, even though they don't share it, start at the same place you did. But a lot of people are just scared to do it. And that's another big lesson I learned in 2022. Authenticity and just actually sharing everything about your life is not actually a weakness if you start at a place that you feel like is shameful or things like that. Because some people might judge someone for staying at their dad's or having to do these things and not having it figured out yet. And I'm the more that I share this, the more that I realize that it's actually just relatability, right? It's just it, you feel more like a real person, not like a robot, so that's another thing. It's like the more you actually just share who you are in, in a full extent, the more free you'll feel. And honestly, I've seen the more receptive people are. Now there's going to be people that, of course, judge you, and there's going to be people that don't like it and call you this and insult you. And I think that when people do that, that's okay. I've come to peace with it. Because no matter what you say, another big lesson in 2022, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, there's going to be people that don't like you. Literally, put that into your brain and put it into a compartment. Maybe it's not even in your brain. Maybe it's in the field. Put your brain to that. Remember that. No matter what I say, say it with me in your brain right now. No matter what I say, no matter what I do, there's going to be people that don't like you. They don't like you because of what you do and what you say. And I'm lingering on this thought because it's one of the biggest ones of 2022 for me. Because if if there's going to be someone that doesn't like me, no matter what I do, then I might as well be myself. And be myself as in fully express what I feel inside when I, I mean, there might be some things I might feel fear about expressing. And if I just actually share those, say, yeah, this is what it is. This is how I feel. Some people are going to say, oh, it's this, oh, it's that. This is right. This is wrong. But there's always going to be those people. Look at every field. If I were to tell you eating meat is the way to go, you're going to have the vegans that say no. If I'm vegan and I say, hey, the opposite, right? And the the mediator is going to say no. If I believe in Christianity, uh, Islam is going to say no. If I believe in Buddhism... You know, it's just every single philosophy, there's going to be something or someone to refute that that's correct in some way. So all you can do in 2023 moving forward is just express yourself and your current perception and realize that that's enough. And if you do so with the intent of, hey, I'm just going to express myself and hope this helps someone. I really do. I'm doing this so that hopefully it can help other people great and even if it's to help other people laugh to be entertained those things have value so i'm realizing that the value in life doesn't necessarily come from finding what is right or what is you know finding out the nature of reality it's also in understanding that we don't have to be so serious about it all the time because i realize if you go back to my previous videos I was super serious in a lot of them, especially short form. And I was teaching. And I started to realize hey, we can relay these concepts in a more lighthearted way because I felt like at that moment, looking back 2022, all the way through 2022, I had this thought that if I were to teach people about the nature of reality, then they'll like me. Or, you know, I didn't, that was not a conscious thing. Now reflecting, it was like I was thinking that people would receive this information the best if I taught it to them. That's a better way to say it. Versus just shared my thoughts. Now I did have videos where I just shared my thoughts, sure, but in you know a lot of minute thirty minute content, it's very hard to um, be funny unless you're doing skits. That's what I find. And so, I'm. I realized in this last year, I can just be as kind of comedic as i am in real life because i would always have people tell me hey you're you're really funny in real life not in a boastful way but like you're super they more said you're super serious you seem much more serious when you're talking online and so the more that i just step into creating content over and over and i have for years now the more i see That, hey, the more I just really express how I feel in many different ways, I don't have to do that in just one way, just the podcast or just videos or just posts or just stories. The more free I feel and the more I am enjoying my life, but the more I'm able to create and also do what I feel like is helpful to the world. Okay, So there's that. And then some specific things that I've learned from many guests that I've had on. Specifically, Robert Grant, I've learned that mathematics is a language and mathematics is much more than what people think it is. That it's the fundamental building blocks of our reality. And so, if we look at the world through that, it can be very helpful to understand why things are the way that they are. So, geometry in itself, whether that's fractal geometry, Mandelbrot set, maybe that's the Euler number, the speed of light. These things can be encoded into art. That's a really interesting concept. Just a kind of nuanced thing that I learned. And I knew that they could be, but the extent that we went on the Robert Grant podcast it was very fascinating to me. And so there's that aspect of it. And this has nothing to do with Robert Grant. This is just another thought that I had. I have had guests on where I didn't agree with the guests a lot. And I think that's okay. And I think at times I didn't share that I disagreed. So in 2022, I learned more, especially in the recent podcast, to the skill of pushing back without polarizing yourself into a debate in a negative way. It's a, it's a debate in a way that you can just try to understand why that person is that way and be empathetic and compassionate about that. And so that was a big lesson for me. It's like, I can disagree with you, but still like you as a human. And I knew that, but to another level, when you're actually doing it, it's something that is absolutely true. And so kind of finishing up these lessons here that I learned, you in general, this definitely applies to you, and I'm going to word it in first person and and, and relate this to you. You can do much more than your mind is willing, or I actually worded it in third person, but either way I can do it. You can do it. both of us can do much more than your mind is willing. I, I think if I were to look at this year as a whole and was to reflect on what is the, I said a lot of them were very high priority in this podcast, but if I was to say, what is the number one thing that impacted me the most? It would be this last one. I can do. And and doing can be choosing a state of being as well. Not just action, physical. I can do and be much more than my mind wants to be. For sure. And you, I'm going to say this one more time so you really hear me on this. Your mind is going to trick you into thinking you can only do this much because of your surroundings. Absolutely. It is. It is. But if you just understand that that's one of the tricks that the mind plays, then it can very easily be um, ripped apart. It can be completely disintegrated, because I think that's one of the biggest things that stops people from doing what they really want to do, and it has stopped me as well, was thinking that oh well I'm living with these people like when I live with my dad for the first half of the year, it was like I kept making the excuse of oh he's here or he's not going to like what I had to see. you know there's these insecurities or I have to do this or I'm not in a place of my own but then I realized that those were all excuses like true excuses and I that that those weren't true and I didn't always have that happening I'd say there was a a, a percentage of time where I felt like that and it was becoming comfortable recording with other people around and saying how I feel with other people around physically Um, that were not doing anything related to what I was doing or they didn't want to hear what I was hearing necessarily because they were just living. So I used living with other people as an excuse. And after I left there, I realized how much I did that. I I have consistently done that. I've, I've seen that that's the biggest thing that stopped me. And so... If I was able to just express myself and how I feel, that's actually a mind thing, right? That's that's being able to witness those thoughts and see them as, well, this might not actually be true. And so if I'm able to push past, you know, you see this a lot, it's popular right now to do cold plunges and I have been doing cold plunges and I see the value in that. And I think that that principle of doing things that are hard to do, is absolutely beneficial and needed to a certain extent to a to a life that is one where you become fulfilled. Not just enjoy life, but it's a fulfilled life. Because a lot of the thing a lot of the things that we do may be enjoyable, but are they fulfilling? Right. That's the next step. Because you see a lot of people who are making content that they might enjoy making, but do they feel fulfilled making it? Or what they're doing, not just content, but anything in life. And so the more that we can contemplate, well, yeah, some things might be hard, but then when they become fulfilling, they're not as hard. So another big lesson in that thought is to rewire your brain to associate the things that you have in the past considered painful with pleasure or with enjoyment or fulfillment. A great example of that is cold plunges. If you're just doing cold plunges and you're associating it with fulfillment and happiness and empowerment instead of pain, now you might not be able to do that fully because there might be still be a level of like, oh, this is shocking and you might not like it. But the, less, the more you can let go of that and step into boom, this is something that helps me, and this is something that is beneficial. And another example, if you don't want to use cold plunges, is scrolling on social media. It's the inverse. A lot of us associate that with pleasure because we, it, it feels like it's a relief from other things. But then on the inside, I think a lot of us understand that. Well, scrolling on social media is actually kind of painful because it's draining and it doesn't do anything for us in the long run. So we know that it's painful as well and it's detrimental as well to a certain extent but we value the pleasure more than we value the pain in a sense of doing it or the mental anguish or consequences so the more that you're able to do that the more that you're able to do things that might seem hard like reading a book i think a lot of people don't um, see reading books as beneficial because they see other forms as more beneficial, and that's fine. And uh, it's not just books. There's other other things that people used to do, like writing or journaling. That a lot of people don't do as much anymore, but these things have value. And yeah, they might be boring to the overstimulated mind, but yet they're beneficial. Because I think a lot of us live at a baseline of stimulation that is far above what the baseline is for a human because of technology. And that's fine. I don't think technology is bad. But I do think that as we step into what we want to do with our lives, these things that seem simple can can be illusionarily painful because they're boring that's a big trick in 2022 but if you if you actually dive into them and fully be present it can be incredibly stimulating and enjoyable and fulfilling to do and so the more that you're able to just reflect on why you consider something to be enjoyable or not enjoyable or comfortable and not comfortable you start to switch that around and dial that in it can be extremely extremely beneficial and one of the biggest lessons i learned this year so Those were some big lessons from 2022 that I learned. And I hope you find those valuable. Now, developing the skills to create content and do these type of things that I've done spent a lot of hours to learn how to do what I really wanted to do. And so, you know, last year we did the Exit the Matrix Challenge at the beginning of the year. That was January 1st. Of 2022 now in 2023 we're doing the creator career challenge so instead of i kind of talked about this in my stories earlier today but instead of like doing the exit the matrix challenge of like the the entire society we're dialing it in of how do you exit the matrix of the a job that you you don't want to work and kind of the financial aspect of how can you learn to create content that's valuable that you enjoy and you enjoy what you do and then also monetize that and that's something that I had to learn how to do in order to get to the place where I am. So I decided, hey, I see so many people struggling with this. How can I help people learn how to do this? Is So then I decided to put everything that I've learned into seven days. And I'm like, you know what? If someone wants to go hard and really understand how this is done, how I did it successfully, and I've got the receipts, then I'm going to put it... In seven days, right at the beginning of the year. So that way, you're not having to do lists and you're not saying, Oh, I'll do this eventually, or I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's right all there for you. So if you are looking to, if you're looking to learn how to create content in a successful way and then learn how to monetize that, that's something that we are doing at the beginning of the year, January 1st, in a very short time. Okay. So if you're seeing this before January 1st, you can sign up by clicking the link in the description to start the seven day challenge. I'm live streaming every day. It's not just uh, videos, right? It's, I'm going to be there live streaming at 11 AM every day, starting on the first and through the rest of the week, teaching you how to do this. And you can ask me any question that you want, really. And so as we do that, I think it would really benefit you if you're learning or want to learn or have thought about being a content creator and doing it as a career that's why it's a you know the career challenge the creator career challenge so check it out if you're interested the link to that will be down below and yeah i think that's going to do it that rounds out this year's 2022 don't be too for me in conclusion don't be too science based or too spiritual based we can link those together we can Understand that what your surroundings are doesn't matter near as much or what equipment you have. It doesn't matter to a certain extent. It's got to be listenable or watchable, but it doesn't matter near as much. People are craving authenticity in today's day and age. So you can change what you think about life and your perception. You can understand history. and When you do, it will really help you to understand other people as well and what has and hasn't worked. And practice doesn't necessarily make Perfect. It just makes for a better acquisition of a skill or a way of perceiving. So, those are some big lessons. And don't forget, you can do much more than your mind says you can do. Your mind is kind of always calculating what it thinks is the best thing to do. But it doesn't really, you don't really know if that's the truth or what it's capable of doing. But you don't necessarily know that that's the full case. So, what is determining? How capable you are of doing something, how fast you can accomplish something, and how much you can change. That's a question for you to contemplate if you enjoyed today's video and if or podcast. If you're on YouTube, consider hitting subscribe for more podcasts just like this. And check out the Creator Career Challenge starting on January 1st. We'll see you there, and we'll see you in the next podcast. And until then, peace.